The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back to another episode of Rip and Rock. Look who is leading this episode off this time. It's Ryan Ripken here with my co-host Rocco DeSangre. Does that feel weird? It does, but it is what it is, man. Hey, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm living. I feel dead inside because you just (laughs) stole the glory like you always do, but here we go. We'll just continue going forward. Well, no, no, no. Stealing the glory. By the way, first off, you're not the one that had broccoli stuck in his teeth trying to do our segment yeah. for the whole time. Have you ever and heard of floss? Okay, I was trying to get a tooth. I asked you honestly gonna... before going on set. So here, here's the thing. I'll set the stage for you guys. I'm walking on there, and I'm asking, is there anything in, the, in my teeth? Rocco initially says no. And, there's, and then, because I think he felt a little bit of guilt, he goes, yep. There's a little piece of broccoli. Well, I didn't see there. it at first. And then I saw the big green leaf of broccoli. It was like basically a head of broccoli just sticking out of your teeth. It's like, forget if it's, uh, is it the knockoff movie when they do Hitch? When the guy's flossing and he pulls out like a whole chicken wing out of his teeth? Uh, yeah, chicken wings. Can't really talk about them anymore. Yeah, you yeah. can. You mean, you mean boneless buffalo wings, baby. <laughs> no, no we're, not, we're not ever doing just, that. Just, so. just kidding, though. By the way, though, yeah, the thing is, um yeah so that that was that was a moment for me and and uh i made some comments to rocco playfully but clearly uh that's still sitting near and dear to his heart right now but you know what i saw i took it i'm taking the reins giving rocco a break let him collect his thoughts um we like each other by the way like 90 percent of the time those numbers are very inflated. It might but. be switched. It might be 10% of the time in 90%. That's more like it. There it is. That's more like All it. All right, so let's dive in, Rock. Well, this is what we got today, and you let me know if this is good for you. So everyone out there, Orioles could not have started off the second half better, sweeping the Marlins. Talk about Kyle Bradish's stellar start, set avoids injured. In, yeah. Whew. Cedric avoids, we believe, a major injury. Uh, the bats k- keep going. And then the MLB trade deadline is getting closer. The Otani rumors are getting louder. The cards say that they're selling. What are the O's thinking in this whole process? Then we're going to check in on the rest of the AL East, which is still dominating all of baseball. We're going to have a few questions that we'll say maybe we're going to have our crystal ball for a little predictions, a little yay or nay segment to the pod this week. Have Rip's tips. Today's the day. And then we're going to preview the Dodgers. And uh, Grace Rodriguez is back up. Rock, how'd I do first off? Terrible. Three out of ten. Really? Could be better. No, absolutely so not. So what would I – is it the voice? Is it the, the pronunciation? You just annoy me. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, you know, it was fantastic. Well done. If I could clap right now, if I didn't have a mic in my hand, I would absolutely give you a round of applause. Standing ovation, just like Kyle Bradish got when he walked off the mound to Camden Yards. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes, you did. Well, TV magic. Well, so yeah, Kyle, unbelievable start and and rock. How about them O's coming out of the break? Three straight to get a sweep of the Marlins. Not just three straight, eight straight, but 3-0 to start the second half of the season now. Uh, I'm pretty fired up about it. I mean, you're the one that's been uh, been following it. And actually, um, I think it's safe to say whatever's been happening right now is the mojos and vibes are high with the birds. It is. And it's a team that is never out of any game. You like, I like to use the term down but not out with the birds, especially the 2023 Orioles. You can even date it back to last season when they were doing this. But 33 comeback wins on the year. They almost had to have another one in this game. They almost they almost got down. They had a 5-0 lead, almost blew it. But at the end of the day, they took care of business. Kyle Bradish was fantastic, and that's what the O's need from a starting pitcher. It was one of the best performances for a starting pitcher this season. Kyle Bradish goes seven and a third, no earned, eight strikeouts, one walk. And he left Camden Yards. He left that mound, like we said, to a standing ovation. And that's what... Every starting pitcher in this rotation should strive to have performances like that. As we get into the later months of the year, starting pitching, not hitting, is going to take this team into the postseason and deep into the postseason. If you don't have good starting pitching, you don't have anything in this league. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is. And while the O's don't have a big name pitcher, I still think they should go out and try to make a deal for one at the trade deadline and, and be buyers. As far as that goes, if they are going to stick with the rotation they have if they firmly believe that this is the rotation that's going to take them to a World Series or take them deep into October? Fair. Hey, Kyle Bradish just proved, all right, I can do this thing. String together a couple more starts like that. Now we're cooking with Crisco. Wow, the Crisco reference, but you are exactly right. And I'll even take it a step further here, Rock. Starting pitching, you need it because it sets the tone. It keeps your team alive. And what I'm saying keeps your team alive. Keeps you in the game. It keeps you in the game. If your starters can go longer, it's a, we talk about this all the time. Being able to get six innings is the goal for each pitcher. And they say a quality start for me, at least in the opinion is it's six. And if you can go three or less, I know people, it's a debate two or less for me, you get six innings, you give up three runs. You're giving your team a chance each and every time Kyle Bradish did went above and beyond today. He was nasty elite, you know, and that's the Kyle Bradish that, Personally, I have to see firsthand when he's on, he can go with anybody in Major League Baseball. But the thing is, the Orioles last year, that's where I'm bringing up the pitching point. The reason why the Orioles stayed in the hunt last year wasn't because of their offense. We heard about the offensive, quote-unquote, woes of the team last year. It was that pitching staff. It was that bullpen specifically that kept him in the game. And right now, if the Orioles can have that combination, you're going to find them win a lot of games. And obviously, though, Rock, the bats have stayed hot. It is nice. But pitching, when the weather starts to change, is going to be the biggest difference whether or not these Orioles are going to have the success they want. Ideally, what you would want to see from a pitching perspective with the talent the Orioles have right now on the roster, who they have, the names, is starting pitcher goes five, six, ideally seven innings. If they go six, you bring in a Bauman or a Baker for an inning. Mm-hmm. Then Cano, then Batista finishes it off. 
That is my ideal like pitching lineup, what I'd love to see. And again, obviously, that can't happen every night because guys need to rest. But from a postseason standpoint, you get into those dog days, those deep days in the season, that's what you would love to see. Because that one-two punch, those guys are all-stars for a reason with Cano and Batista. Bauman, he's 6-0 and on the year, and he's pitching very well out of the bullpen. And he's, he's one of the underrated unsung heroes for the O's this season as far as that goes because... He's stringing together with like he's got he's six and zero. Oh, just looking at the stats. Well, now this thing like, is, is, and and shout out Bow. That's my guy. He's doing he's doing pretty really Mike, solid. Honestly, Michael, proud of you. Proud of you. You're doing great. But here's the thing. And actually, it's funny. I, I clipped one about talking about Kyle Bradish being one of the pitchers in spring training. The other one I talked about was Michael Bauman. These are guys that you were waiting or hoping that would take another step for your team, and they've been huge parts of of the success. When you look back and you continue forward, the, the what Michael Bauman can do is he can bring in, he can come in in different roles. He can give you longer relief, or he can come in. He had, at one point he came in with the most inherited runners in all of baseball. And then in this case, goes one and two thirds the game before, and they were able to, to, he's able to get his sixth one of the year and the Orioles come back and, and all that good stuff. So the point being yeah. to what you're talking about, you need to have, it, but it, it does help when you have another extra guy. And, yep. and I, and I've mentioned this team before, and maybe just because it, it stuck with me so much, it was the Kansas city Royals when they won it. And they told themselves their start, their starting p- pitching staff or whoever their combination was, they said, we just need to get to the seventh. Mm-hmm. And if we have the lead in the seventh, we're good because they had a guy in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. I yep. think it was Herrera, um, Davis, and Holland. With with the O's, you could go Bauman, Cano, Batista, Baker, Coulomb, Batista, Baker, but you know, Cano. It, it could be Cano finishing mm-hmm. off the game. Like any series mm-hmm. of the not to cut you off with no. that, but like they have a pretty solid end of the line bullpen. I mean, the, the one, two punch two all stars. It's, it's above solid. That's fantastic. What they have right now with those two guys, Cano and Batista. The question is, okay, if you have to step into the bullpen in the fifth, if you have to step into the bullpen early in the sixth, then what are we looking at? Then the arms start to get taxed a bit. Um, and, and you said it on sports unlimited trade deadline wise, you think, Middle reliever is one of the O's biggest needs right now at the deadline. Yeah, and I mean, we're about to, to jump deep into there because yeah, I, in the I coming really do weeks, think, yeah. and, I, and I think that um, the relief pitching is it's so important. I know that people are saying, yes, another arm for starting, of course, and I know that there's going to be limitations, and I still think those are going to be tested if between Grayson Rodriguez and Tyler Wells, if the team really needs those guys, just have a hard time believing that you're going to shut those guys down. That's a whole different discussion, but bullpen help. And that's just, we're going off of recency. Mm -hmm. That team needed bullpen help down the stretch. You can see right now that, and it's, that's no knock to it. It's just the facts of what it is going on right now between the big leagues and triple a, they have a few guys that the Orioles front office are trusting right now to call up. And that's a very, very short list. And it doesn't feel like that can be sustainable because you can't count out that injuries won't happen and you can't take that chance to wait and hope that no one gets hurt. We talked about Givens and Tate. And I told you this before. I didn't think there was a chance Tate was going to pitch this year. And I was hoping that everything would work out. But seeing what he was dealing with, that was the case. Givens starting the aisle on the season. And now those are two guys you can't rely on. Perez hopefully comes back. But there, that is an issue the team's going to have to face at least with starting pitching, you have a couple more options. It's very thin when you get outside of the big leagues right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. And 
I think going forward, I don't think I know that that is going to be the biggest. Okay, this this is the need. This is what because the hitting the bats are there. The O's mm-hmm. bats continue to just be scorching hot. They're hitting home runs at an alarming rate. Um, it seems like they're hitting everything. Even I think Saturday's game, the balls they weren't hitting fair. They were just missing mm-hmm. down the line. It's like if you move that that foul line over just a bit, half those balls were fair. Oh yeah. So it's like they're they're putting bats on balls, and that's what you need right now. Um, and they're they're going to be playing some really good teams. We talked about the stretch, the upcoming stretch, how grueling it was. All right, one series down, you just swept the Marlins. Now it's the Dodgers. Now you're stepping in and that ring with with one of the next best teams in baseball as well. So it's right there. Wait and see what happens. It's right there. And the thing is, it's your big guys right now that are doing some damage. Like Mm -hmm. today's game, it was the top of your order. Gunner, Adley, Santander. They combined for four RBIs, three runs scored. That's what you need to do. And we've seen this lineup in a lot of different phases. It was Adam Frazier earlier in the season or early in the series, making some big noise, going big ball a couple times. And so that's the thing is you're going to continue to need that. And so I don't think the Orioles are going to be shopping for bats. And it looks like also Cedric is going to be okay, if I'm not mistaken. It seems like a day-to-day type of deal with what Brandon Hyde said. For those of you that didn't get to see that game or don't know what's happening with Cedric Mullins, he left Saturday night's game with right with what's being called right quad tightness. And that is good considering, not good that he left the game, but considering what he dealt with and missed nearly a month with, a right groin strain, right quad tightness is different from a right groin strain. And Hyde kind of said like, he's thankful it happened on a foul ball where said didn't have to push off or exert as much energy because it's a really fast, really fast twitch guy going around the bases. So. The hope is that it's a day-to-day thing. That's what it seems like, and that's good news for the Orioles and Cedric Mullins for sure. Yeah, and Ced's a guy that you want to make sure because that's one of your main, your main, uh, you know, one of the I got conductors and engines in my head mixed up. But the point is, what are you Thomas he, the Tank? Yeah, I might be. The, you know, <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. Right? That's uh, that was Thomas the Tank, right? Uh, I think that was a little engine that could. Oh Chief. no! Yeah, but what I, a, I could be wrong. You but are, I'm pretty sure it was a little. No, I'm right. I think I'm right. You are right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah, unfortunate. You feel? See, look at wow. Your whole mood just changed. You know what's? You know what's All hilarious? You know what's funny? It's like. I can't remember what I had for breakfast two days ago, but I can remember that was a little engine that could. And I haven't even talked about the little engine that could since I was like probably three, four, five years old. Isn't that phenomenon just insane, by the way? It's crazy. crazy. It literally happens all the time. But whatever Cedric is, he is to (laughs) me, maybe we'll call him the conductor. It just feels like when he's on the field, everything kind of just working the way it needs to. But the Orioles have a lot of depth in the outfield, which is great and it can p- take more pressure off of him but man you can't ask for a better start for these birds and um before we actually hopped in here there was a game on the angels and astros were playing and i don't think anyone has more attention right now rock than the man who plays for those los angeles angels of anaheim how much longer we don't know but that's shohei otani that is correct that is correct what are you thinking with Shohei Otani? Oh, man. Are the Angels, like, it's kind of a double-edged sword for the Angels. Um, Artie Moreno, Perry Manassian, like, their ownership, their front office, 
and what they're going to do with this guy. Because I don't know if Artie wants to be the guy or Perry wants to be the guy that trades away a generational talent. One of the best players in baseball history. I mean, and this guy could very well go down as the best player in baseball history. And you don't want to be the guy that got rid of Shohei Otani. But here's the second part to that. Shohei Otani is a free agent at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. If you don't trade him and get a haul in return for this guy, you look like an idiot if he leaves. Mm-hmm. So if you're the Angels, first and foremost, what are you doing here? Mm. Reports say that they're not interested in training, sh- trading Shohei Otani, but they are listening. Like we'll listen, but we're not interested in trading right now. And reportedly, what they're looking for is a haul of like top 100 picks. Because if you're going to trade Shohei Otani away, I covered the Angels' farm system in Huntsville, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. They have a lot of good young talent. Zach Neto's up there in the big leagues. Uh, now Trey Cabbage just got called up as well. Shout out to those guys because they're young, talented guys and prospects that are coming up. Reed Detmers as well. Mm-hmm. So seeing these guys, they have a good young core that they're not in win now, win now mode, but this is a franchise that just drafted like 30 pitchers, I think two or three drafts ago. <laughs> like they were trying to find like talent in ways, shapes, and forms that teams really hadn't done before drafting that many pitchers. So if you trade away Shohei Otani, you better be getting top prospects back. For the Orioles, that would be like parting ways with, (laughs) like, if you're going to get Shohei Otani, you're going to probably have to part ways with the Jackson Holiday. And and that's not going to happen. Like, to get Shohei Otani, Jackson Holiday would have to be in the equation. I I, I truly believe or, that. Or it's going to have to be one of your prospects that you feel feel is untouchable. Not only that, and Jackson Holiday is untouchable. Right, and that's by the, the point. Way. Is that's, that's, we're not saying, oh yeah, trade Jackson Holiday, but for the Orioles, for the Angels to even listen to the Orioles, I think that Jackson Holiday would have to be a name that is brought up in that equation. Yeah, the Orioles have a really good farm system, good young talent, but like he's a number one prospect in all of baseball. And he's a guy that that is going to be, I mean, once he gets to the league, like everyone thinks right now that, that he's going to be a stud. I, I truly believe that's going to be the case. Just the way he's hitting and he hasn't really skipped a beat at any level. Mm-hmm. He's hitting 500 right now. I know it's three games in in double A, but he's already hitting 500. He had a two or three hit, a three hit game, went three for five uh, just, just yesterday. So Jackson Holiday continues to wow people, turn heads. For Shohei Otani to come to Baltimore, I'm sorry, O's fans, but Jackson Holiday's name would have to be brought to the table. Even if Shohei Otani is a rental for the season, not only that, the Orioles, who are notorious for not play, not paying big name players, would have to then pay Shohei Otani a massive contract if you're going to keep him for the long haul. Yeah. Like you're going to throw the bag at this guy mm-hmm. to keep him, and you still haven't paid Adley Rutschman yet. Yeah, and and that's a whole different equation too, where. Adley, and, and I don't blame Adley too. Adley's not going to take a discount. He and shouldn't. Adley, and Adley's got one chance. He should not. And he has one chance at maximizing his value for a big contract because of his age. He's not Gunnar Henderson's age. He's not 22 years old right no. now. He's in that next stage where this next contract could be his last contract. And so that's something to keep in mind. But to your point, so if we're saying for the Orioles, it would be, uh, you know, 
Christmas in July and August if Otani came. I just I don't see any Christmas twelve months a year if Otani yeah, came. It would it would. I just I don't it's just <laughs> so unrealistic for the Orioles sense. For the Angels, though, you feel like you're damn if you do, damn if you don't, because of of the talent of it. But here's the thing the Angels sit five games out of the final wild card spot. And again, and actually they're chasing the Houston Astros who they're playing as mm-hmm. we're recording this. So you're looking at that right now. And realistically, they thought that they'd be more off in a better position. And you have Otani and Trout's out right now. Yep. So the point and is... And it seems like if you it's don't, tough yeah. for those two to stay on the field together a lot. And that's and, a Trout. That's a, and I love Trout, but oh, yeah. that's that's a Trout, not issue, but he's... It's, it sucks. Injuries suck. And that's the part. If he gets drilled in the hand, you yeah. can't control it. That's it. He's out. Like Things like that, you're just completely out of your control. Just fluke things. But here's the, th- there's the other part of this mm-hmm. uh, issue is that even with two of the best players, this Angels team was still struggling. You know, they were they were hitting a wall. And the point being, those two guys, two of the best players, even when fully healthy, are not still enough. It's a t- true team concept. So the Angels really have to look hard in the mirror with this because I know you don't want to be the person to trade Otani. But at the end of the day, if you realistically don't think he's coming back to L.A. for next year – you really got to get something. You because do. Even if, like the other case for the Orioles, we can go back to this. People were not necessarily happy with what they felt the Orioles got for Manny Machado. Yeah. But then you know who they did get in the trade? And he's doing pretty well right now? Dean Kramer. And so you never know with, with guys. And Dean has now been a really big part of this rotation now. And so you hope that some of these guys are going to hit. There's no guarantee. But that is something. Right now, the Angels are going to really have to look in the mirror there because I'll tell you all another. Uh, we talked about Otani a, a ton right now, but like the Cardinals are coming out and saying we're making moves, and they have guys that are they have a little bit of an older roster. They're having one of the most disappointing seasons. We've a lot of the Padres and the um, Mets get a lot of the credit to it, but the Cardinals are having their worst se- season in a very long time. And so they're going to be dealing with some guys because they're thinking about the best thing to move forward with the organ- for the future. Now, the Cards have a history of putting together good teams year in and year out. The Angels have not. But that's something for their ownership. They're going to have to think, how can we get to the point of what the Cardinals were where we feel we can hop back really quickly? It's going to be extremely interesting to watch. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Rip, let's take a look at the AL East right now, not talk all of baseball. We're talking the division that the O's are now one game back of from first place. It's the AL East. I don't remember the last time that you looked at the standings and saw two teams other than the Yankees and Red Sox, like towards the, towards at least the top of that list. Yeah. It's usually the Yankees are like up towards the top is what I'm saying Mm -hmm. right now. The Yankees and the Red Sox are tied for last place. The Rays 60 and 36 are at the top and it's the O's hot on their tail. One game back and you have the Blue Jays six games back of first place, but the O's are the hottest team in baseball. They're on an eight game win streak. They're the third best team in Major League Baseball overall. This is a team that's hot. This is a team that wants to contend. This is a team that's right in the mix. If the AL East, you know, baseball were to end today, the O's are in prime position. They're a playoff team. But that's just not the case. We talked about can they sustain sustain the success going forward and stay atop. Like, this team stays hot. And the Rays have lost three of their last seven now as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. We could be talking about the O's being in first place as early as, you know, next next Sunday or Monday when we record this next podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's I think that's possible. But they have a really tough grueling series upcoming with the Dodgers, Ooh. but so do the Rays with the Rangers, and that's on the road. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing for the context, and, and I've been on the record saying this. This three weeks is really gonna define where the Orioles are. And if they come out of this where I think that they play 500 ball or they're above 500, I really like their chances to run away and win the American League East. Because you are not from from this last series, and actually, you know, well, the Twins, they went up there and took care of business and knocked the Twins, and that AL Central just is a mess, by the way, for those that are following it. But the Twins are now, they're over 500. But the point being right now, the Orioles are not playing a team below 500 until August 4th, and that's the New York Mets. <laughs> so the time before that, you got to play, and you got to play your division rivals too. You got to play the Rays. You got to play the Blue Jays. You got to play the Yankees. Like this is a stretch right here that for the Orioles, you go in there and take care of business. This is where you can really push ahead, and as dominant as the Rays have been so far this season, the Orioles really could have the advantage, but it's it's going to be earned. This is going to be telling, not only for the Orioles, but for Grayson Rodriguez, Monday night's game. Grayson, he's getting the call up. He's getting the start against the Dodgers. We're one of the best teams in baseball, and they have arguably the best roster in baseball from, from top to bottom, who they have on that team. It's, I would say, Dodgers-Braves, two of the best rosters overall. Am I, am I leaving? Am I leaving a team out? Well, you might be, but we'll save that for a, a, one of the last segments here. But the Dodgers are always a contender. They're always a perennial it's team. Dodgers, to go Braves, to, yeah, yeah, to, to go to the World Series. Oh yeah, so absolutely. The, the point is, you want to get to that level. These are teams that, regardless, that's the thing we talked about earlier when you said right now, are the Orioles one of the best teams right now? Absolutely, I think so. Absolutely, but w- here's the thing: will they be in September, October? That's the hope. You hope and you got to be playing your best ball then and you have to be able to handle that experience. The Dodgers 
or a team with a lot of experience. A pitcher like Grayson Rodriguez, this he's looked great in the minors so far. And I know he had his moments in the bigs. We talked about it. Like we 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 love him. We know what he's capable of. But this is a team, this Dodgers lineup. They're going to make you work. Dude, what I like about this game, not only the storyline with Grayson coming back, but if the O's win, Grayson goes out and deals, and the Rays lose to the Rangers, there's a tie for first place right there. And you know who's the hero? You know who everyone is, is going to be, the praises everyone's going to be singing if he goes out and has a great outing and helps the team win the ball game. And it's going to be tough, but that's Grayson Rodriguez yeah. in I, that game. You know what it's, The chips have to fall into place, but it, that could happen. And that that's like... These next two series, three games with the Dodgers, four games with Tampa, even if you lose three to the Dodgers, even if you lose a series, you're still in prime position to take first place from the Rays. Oh, yeah. So, though, I mean, the upcoming series with the Rays, just looking ahead, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, could very well be the most important series of the year for the Orioles. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And playing in Tampa, right? And especially with, and that's where Tampa's best. Tampa is best going down there playing in the trop. And so, you know, your point too, and I was just to close out with Grayson, this is the type of pressure, and I hate this for him, but I think it's a reality is if he doesn't go out and have a good start, they're going to roast him. There's just going to be more clouds around him that I don't think are fair, but because of the success that the team is having and the expectations on him, it's going to last. So that's the thing where I'm hoping for him. He goes out there, shows what he what we what we know he's capable of, and just silence the haters for it and let him get ready because this is not gonna be one of the last series that that Grayson's gonna be facing a really solid team. And especially if he's gonna be called upon to pitch against the Tampa Bay Rays at the end of the week, right? Because that's what it lined up for him to to pitch, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he could be going against McClanahan. I would say that would be Saturday. If not, it would be Sunday. Right now, the O's have their probable, oh, the probable starters. It goes Grayson. Then they don't have anybody listed for that Tuesday night game. Then it goes Kramer, Gibson, Bradish. So you'd have to have Wells in the equation somewhere. Yeah. So I mean, the, so the I don't point see, I don't is see Wells. So maybe maybe Wells. Maybe they're they're gonna throw. I, I would assume they throw Wells Tuesday night and then they kind of continue, continue. If you that. think it's on for the, my point is if it's on the schedule of what it is, yeah, it, you would think that Grayson would be the guy pitching against Tampa at some point. He's going to get series. one of those games or he should that Saturday or Sunday. You would, you would have to imagine. You would think so. The point's going to be, he's, he's got some really, really top teams lining up. And for the Orioles in this case, and, and yeah, the Dodgers series, it's great. They lose a series, who cares? The division games and who you're chasing matters most. If the Orioles split that series, they win that series. That is the biggest one of the week, of the season, because it is so hard to chase a team that you're going after. And as long as you can feel like you're staying neck and neck, you're, you're going to keep the pressure on. And all the momentum is going Baltimore's way right now. And Tampa is trying to find a way to stop the bleeding. I mean, they had a rough, rough game as we're talking about this, where they're playing a team, Rock, that they're supposed to beat. Or people think that they, they should they should have gotten a sweep. But you know what? The Royals steal one at home, one of the worst teams in baseball. And now the Rays got to prepare, like you said, for the, the best team in the ALS, the Texas Rangers. All right, let's hop into a new segment called yay or nay you have i think a list of 
things popped up oh, for us yeah. to talk about. Oh yeah. So yay or nay? Surprise. Let's start it. Yeah, let's surprise me. Am I the am I the yayer or nayer? Am I the guy that that is going to do that? Yeah, that's you. Okay. That is you. All right, so we'll start with this. The Orioles will win the American League East. Yay or nay? Ooh, it's a tough one. I mean, it's it's hard to go against them right now. I'm going to go with yay. They have the momentum. Um, obviously, depending what they do at the deadline, if they add talent, but even right now with the roster they have, they're in position to do so. It, it is a tough division, though. All teams have reached 50 wins. Uh, Sarah Langs tweeted out a really, really cool stat. I think it's like the earliest that a division has done that. Let me check that because I don't want to get my facts wrong when I when I bring this up. Uh, Usually I want to make that you're wrong, but I think you're right on this No, again. she said that Boston's win today. Every AL East has at least 50 wins, and each got there before playing its 95th game. The 2023 AL East is the first division to have each of its teams reach 50 wins in fewer than 95 team games. It's a very comp- it's the most competitive division by far in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. And you're not. I do. I do, I do think the O's are going to win it, though. I'm okay. not just blowing smoke up everyone's, you know what's seriously. Yeah. Right up there. Well, the other thing is, let's stay in the American League for one more. Okay. The Houston Astros, who sit currently three and a half games back and hold on to the last wild card spot, will miss the playoffs. Yay or nay? Nay. I don't think that's happening. I really don't. Despite the Mariners trying to be on their heels four and a half back, despite the other American League East teams fighting for that wild card spot, you think Houston finds a way in? I think Houston is going to find a way in for sure. They're three and a half games back of the Texas Rangers right now. A whole lot of season going forward. I think the Astros will be in the mix when it's all said and done, and I don't think they're missing out on the playoffs. Okay. Well, how about this? Let's go to the National League. And this one, I'm curious for your take here. We already know who the best team is. That's the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. 61-31. Woof. Playing fantastic baseball. Hidden me. Yep. The Los Angeles Dodgers will be the second best team in the National League. Yay or nay? I'm going to go nay. And you might call it a homer pick. Uh-oh. Being that I'm from 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. But I think it's going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Are we talking record-wise or just what, just team the best the, team that you don't want to play? I think it's going to be the Phillies, the reigning NL cha- and, and National League champions. They went to the World Series last season. This is a team that's hungry. This is a team that has talent on its roster from top to bottom. Kyle Schwarber struggled to begin the season. Um, he could have another thirty-five plus home run year. Um, you got you got. Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, they're calling guys up. I think it's going to be the Philadelphia Phillies as that second best team in the National League. You know what's cool to see? O's fans, I've seen it on social media mm-hmm. and like with the All-Star thing, pulling for Phillies fans. Phillies fans, I don't know if they necessarily pull for Orioles, you know, the Orioles to do well because it's it's Philly. They're just ride or die with everything. But I have a friend that's a Phillies fan that listens yeah. to the podcast, Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out, Brandon. And he's... On the hype train for the O's, and he has been since the season began. He's like, I, I sent him something the other day. I was like, look at this, man. Like, the O's are one of the most favorable teams as far as, like, fans root for in all of baseball at the top of that list. And it was like, basically, the poll was like, do you root against this team? And uh, it's the game day MLB put this out on Twitter. 
It was like the Orioles are officially America's team. It was like most likes like teams in baseball via codify team poll. Do you have a favorable opinion of this team? The Orioles were number one. The Diamondbacks were two. Philly's nowhere to be found because it's Philly. Everyone hates Philly. But it's like everyone, he, he everyone said, hates Philly he except said, Philly. He goes to me, he, he DMs me back. He goes, I liked them before it was cool. <laughs> it's like, it's like I he did. He did. I because love that. he likes he likes Adley, he likes Gunner. I think there are a lot of people out there that root for the Orioles because it's like, why why don't you? Why they're just not? a fun team to watch, man. And it, they're fun, they're fun, they're exhilarating, but also too, like this is great for baseball. We talk about the Reds when they were in town. Yep. Like it's good having teams that you're not seeing over and over and over again. Like, yeah, the big hitters are awesome, but you don't want to see that all the time. And speaking of a team, I, I actually think the Phillies are they're smoking hot right now, by the way. They always won three in a row, they've won seven to ten. And they look like they're gaining the right momentum. They're not going to catch the Braves in that division. But that's a team I agree that you might not want to face. But the team that they swept, Rocco, last question in this yay or nay segment, the team that they just swept was the San Diego Padres. That's what's in. That was that song last year. I don't know if you remember. What? The the Padres fan base put out the uh, they put out a little rap song. Oh no! Yeah, you got to look that up, man. It's, it was so cringy, but it was so like catchy. That, <laughs> I actually, I actually thought it was funny. That's gonna be that's gonna be my. I'm gonna have to do my homework on that one. So the 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 Padres lost three or four to the uh, to the Phillies, and now they sit ten games out of the division. They are eight games back of the final wild card spot. And I don't like to play this game because I think it's always unfair, but we're playing it anyway because why not? For the Padres, they will, their season, they are going to miss the playoffs, yay or nay. Oof. Eight games out, or is there still a chance? Yay or nay? They're 10 out of the West right now. Yep. 10 out of the West, eight out of the wild card. The Giants are on a five-game win streak, and they're. I think the Padres are going to miss out. Yeah, so they they are going to miss the playoffs. That's yeah. a yay. They're going to miss it. Please, someone clip these recordings and like roast me if I'm wrong. I will. I will gladly, like I said, wear that dunce cap. If oh, I we're, am. we'll, we'll I, wear yeah, it all. This, but I this mean, is I, just we're just having fun with this. I'm not. But this is the part of it, and this is I, we're the competitors. No one good. Like if if I'm a player on the team, like yeah, I want someone to count me out. If we're yeah. just being realistic of what's going on. Eight games out of the wild card right now. You're gonna you gotta get hot. Yep. You have to. You do. And right now, time is running out for San Diego. But isn't it isn't it showing you rock? You can't always buy success off the bat. And right now, the Padres, as much money as they spent on that team, things just aren't clicking together. And teams like the D-backs, the Giants, and Dodgers are right in the hunt. And the team that everyone thought could be a World Series contender, the Padres. And the Mets, two teams that are really on the outside looking in. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Kind of the script is kind of flipped. The script is kind of flipped. And, um, you know, I think because there's only so much to talk about for this episode today. I think we're getting ready to wrap up. Are you cool with that? You want to do Rip's tips? I, of course I do, but mm-hmm. I just want to. Yeah, it's easy because yeah. I thought this would be a great way to send us out it, today. It is. Yeah, it's 9.52, so you got like eight minutes before I have to, uh, you know, leave you forever. So you want eight minutes straight? Great. No, I don't think, I don't want you to talk for eight minutes. I think like, <laughs> I think like eight seconds would be like ideal, but I don't no, think I you could, could fit Rip's tips in. I couldn't, but you know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe this will, this will, this will give you the right attitude. What are you trying we to do, say? I'm we wordy? Do, we do like each other, people. We do. Despite 
you know, popular opinion. 60% of the time we like each other. Every, all the time. Every exactly. time, all yeah. the time, yeah. never, yeah. never yeah. the time. Yeah. But rip tips of the day, today's the day. So what I mean by that, we always, I always feel like this and I'm putting my hand up. If you ever felt like you put things off, you are focusing on something down the road or you're afraid you want to start something and you don't because something gets in the way. Maybe you have work, maybe it's, you got to take care of, um, another obligation and you have to tell yourself you're going to do it another day and believe me i'm king procrastinator man right i really am and i gotta stop my girlfriend hates me for it sometimes i mean i think i mean guilty you ever yeah. seen this also in star skiing huts too we're big movie quote guys here yeah. mine is i love this uh vince vaughn is giving a speech at like this foundation event he's like raise your hand if uh you've ever made a mistake in your life and then all you hear is ben stiller in the crowd guilty and so like <laughs> i'm bed still in the crowd guilty, guilty. We, we are all are guilty of it but my point is if there's something don't don't push it off to the next day have it be today let it be today to start and even if it's the smallest thing if it's as simple as like you're gonna make sure you make your bed each day have it be today you and it's say it's even 9 30 at night make that puppy something as simple as telling yourself you're gonna find that you're capable of doing more and I think overall, don't let what's happened in the past affect what you're going to do, in, do today. And don't think about what's going to hinder you in the future is going to stop you from doing what you can right now. I'm saying this because I want to get better at it. Obviously, Rock said that he, I can't believe it. You know, Rock's not perfect. You can't believe it. But, <laughs> but no, but in all honesty, the point is all of us do this. And, and I'm saying this. Because I have a few things I'm going to go home and try to work on that myself. It was something I really thought about coming on. I wanted to share with all of you. That was two minutes. That was really good. But that is my rip. Do you like that one? I do. I do like it. I do like that. That was actually really good. But I hope that like Ariana didn't listen to this episode because like she's just going to like clip that and she's just going to stare like through my soul and say, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? It is what it is. No, you know, you're absolutely right. You know what? I'm opening up a can of worms myself. Same yeah. thing with Jamie. Yeah. Going back when it's She's like. She's going to be like, you put things off to the last second all the time. No, no, I swear I don't. Oh, we do. Yeah, um, we do all the time. It's okay. We're going we're to hope that they don't listen to this part yeah. if they do. But we are working on it because we started here. We are, we are trying for all of you out there. Again. You're not alone in this journey with whatever you're doing. So that's our point. Like we do all these things. We just try to give a little bit of perspective. That's our goal. That's uh, what we want to bring to this community. We're also going to bring back the mailbag uh, in the future too, by the way, FYI. So stay tuned for a little bit of a uh, rip and rock mailbag. Yeah. Whew. All right. A lot of talking for me. One, one thing we're never going to bring back, Ryan, is the uh, the mustache that, that needs to. Oh, no. You guys haven't seen that picture. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Just like scared everyone, lady, you're scaring us. Oh yeah, that that I reported it. I sent it to like I, I just try. I tried to get that thing off the internet, but like it just kept popping up on my feed. You know what? I never thought. I looked at it and I think it had like twenty thousand views the other day. I'm like, wow, was this a mistake to put this up there? Um, I, I put a poll. I put a poll up uh, on one of the uh, accounts and. And I think I asked him, would you trust this man? No, no, absolutely not. No. Unfortunately, most of the voters (laughs) voted (laughs) 
<laughs> I think the I think I said, um, excuse me, sir, you're scaring us. I think that's the that's the highest bidder that won in the polls. So Yeah, well, everyone tried to keep it clean and I did too. I texted you what I what I thought, you know, what I thought it should have been, but oh, we're gonna yeah. leave that for for what we texted each other and kind of yeah, go from we'll there. Because we'll, we'll, that thing was uh yeah. You're scaring us. <laughs> yeah. And again, another movie quote. Billy Madison there. Have some more sloppy yeah, toes. Yeah, don't Lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> I was scaring every single person out yeah, there. You were scaring a lot of people. But you know what, everyone? That's that's what you do. Baseball makes you do things. You need to get hits. It was a very long six weeks for me. We try to go to oh, I have a goatee pick too. Dude. Just not, do you have like a uh, what is it, a soul patch too? Uh, you one no. of them? I, I, you that's know what? what you should do next. Mm. You got to go for the trifecta then, the goatee, the mustache, the soul patch. I like, here, like, I can't grow, like, I don't, I actually don't know if I can. My last station, they didn't want me to grow facial hair. It's like, it was like a, a rule, like, you can't grow facial hair unless you ask, like, the higher ups. I'm sure if I did that here, they would do the same thing. They'd be like, you can't do it unless, like, you keep it groomed. Cause, like, we have people here that have beards. Um, I don't know about mustaches, but, I, I don't know, like, my big thing is, like, I've always wanted to grow one, but it's, like, patchy. Call me Patches a hula hand. Yeah. So, it's, like, it gets, <laughs> gets very patchy. So, I don't know if I can necessarily do that, and it'll look good. Sometimes, like, I'll go, like, two days without shaving, and it gets, you know, I get a little five o'clock shadow. That That's okay, I think. No one's ever said anything to me about that. Never the mustache, never the beard. So, like, maybe we'll just have to, like, grow it. If the O's make the playoffs. Maybe like uh, I know it's something. I know it's big in hockey. Maybe not necessarily b- baseball, playoff, but like playoff beard, playoff stash, playoff beard, playoff stash. Well, you yeah. know the thing is, like I look at this and we'll get out of here. Like you know, Tom Selleck, I feel like always has a nice. Don't mustache. compare yourself to Tom Selleck. No, I'm saying all right. That wasn't okay. Let me speak. Yeah, please. I was gonna say when you your look, mustache look like two <laughs> ferrets kissing on your face. It just like it wasn't like no. Was it my? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I was proud of it. <laughs> I was saying I was trying to do my best. I went out like that, by the way. And you know what? I eventually got then whatever the voodoo to get me out of my hitless streak. I didn't play with that mustache the next day, but I went out that night with that mustache, and it washed away all the demons. And here we are. But my point with Tom Selk was. He rocks a good one, and I'm hoping that I could, but the reality is it's just it's just not for me. Maybe right. with a touch of gray. Yeah, I must ask you a question. Okay, well, you know what, Rock? We need to get you prepped and out of here. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. We are – I'm so bad at this part. Do you want to do this part? Come on. I'll help you. Help no, you through it. Okay, here we you go. You guys can find us on Apple, Spotify, Spotify Amazon, Amazon, and wherever you, else. Nope. YouTube, YouTube, and then wherever else you get your podcasts. Okay, see, so why don't you just do that yourself? Because it's team effort. We're learning, we're growing, and hey, we're both on Twitter at Ryan Ripkin at Rocco DeSangro on our other platforms. I think it's our same name for the most part. If you search it, it will pop up. Um, and yeah, any other questions, let us know. We want to make this better for you. Please rate and review. Again, this is a podcast we want to make better for you. I think I got that we part did right. get it. We did get a new rating the other day. Yeah, yeah baby. It was, it was cool. It was nice to see. So we do check those, and we want to see how we're doing. Uh, I guess we're doing all right, but we want to do better. So just let us know, and uh, we thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out. All right, that's a wrap for episode 11, double ones of Rip and Rock. We'll see you guys next week, same time, same place.